Hey there, welcome to Reconfig Life. I'm your host, Scott, a life enthusiast, a fixer-upper, and an advocate for squeezing the best juice out of life. Every week, we will embark on a transformative journey, taking the simple and mundane and converting it into something magnificent. We're here to arm you with the tools, tips, and golden nuggets of wisdom that will help you evolve into the best version of yourself. Struggling with your life purpose, time management, or simply just in a funk? We'll examine common life issues, root them out, and configure a strategy to help you speed past life's everyday roadblocks. Need that extra push on your fitness goals? We got you covered. Or perhaps you're just trying to find your place in this ever-spinning world. Well, my friends, this is the place to recalibrate your compass. We'll have real-life stories and actionable advice that will not only help you tackle the everyday hurdles, but leap over them in style. So tighten your seatbelts and prepare for an exhilarating adventure of self-discovery, revitalization, and awe-inspiring transformation. This is Reconfig Life. Hi, I'm Scott, and welcome to my very first episode of Reconfig Life. If you're joining me from my other tribe, Beginner to Finisher Training Systems, you can see here on my hat, I want to give you a special shout out and thanks for crossing the bridge to the next journey in our lives. Also, if you're joining me randomly from some suggestion and some bit of software that you could have the tiniest interest in liking my show or listening to my podcast, I give you a big, warm welcome. That was a mouthful, I know. For those of you who don't know me, I'm a level two RRCA running coach, a certified personal trainer, a health and wellness coach, a certified life coach. I've helped transform tens of thousands of runners into injury-free race finishers over 10 years. Today, I'm going to talk about a phenomenon called the imposter syndrome, along with several strategies to overcome this mental snafu. When I first started coaching runners, I've coached beginner runners, intermediate, and elite runners. And always with the beginner runners, they're always in this mindset of, I'm not really a runner yet. I'm not doing it. I'm not there yet. And they look at these elite runners and these intermediate runners, and they see this energy, and they're out there running like sub-15 5Ks, uh, running one and a half half marathons, just crazy, ridiculous numbers, which is, I'm in awe, and always will be in awe of the elite and intermediate runners. But the beginner runners always get stuck in this imposter syndrome. And this is, I'm not a runner yet. I don't have what it takes. I'm overweight. A lot of the runners are overweight. A lot of the new runners that I train are overweight runners. And they, they get stuck in this mental block. And I want to discuss this today from a runner's perspective and from other avenues of life that imposter syndrome shows up in. The uh, phenomenon was first coined by Dr. Imes and Dr. Clance in their published paper, The Imposter Phenomenon in High Achieving Women in 1978. Out of this study, individuals that have thoughts of being an imposter had three common characteristics. Number one, they had an overwhelming fear that other people viewed their skills as much higher than they might be. Number two was the fear of being called out as a fraud. And number three, they downplayed their own achievements. So according to a 2020 study published in the Journal of Internal Medicine, 82% of people deal with imposter syndrome. This is a phenomenon that causes individuals to relegate their successes to mere luck or fluke. It's an ongoing fear for high achievers that they'll be found out for being incompetent. From 1991 to 2001, over 215 studies 
of the phenomenon were published. In 2011, Dr. Young brought out her groundbreaking book, The Secret Thoughts of Successful Women, Why Capable People Suffer from the Imposter Syndrome and How to Thrive. In her book, she divided the syndrome sufferers into three different types. There's the superhero, the perfectionist, the natural genius, the soloist, and the expert. The superhero is the one that always pushes themselves to their highest limit. They want to find success in every role, and they feel like they should always take on more. The perfectionist is constantly looking for the highest quality of work, demanding perfection at all costs. The natural genius, they always want to handle everything. They believe that all things should come easy. And guess what? If they don't come easy, they think it's a failure. The soloist, that's the one that thinks that if I can't do it by myself, it's a failure. The expert, they want to have all the answers. If they don't have all the answers, they think they're a fraud. So the question is, I actually fall into a couple of these categories. I find myself being a soloist and also find myself being the superhero and the perfectionist sometimes. I always want to take on more than I can. I always want to try to get the highest quality of work. And then I always think that I need to do it myself. If I can't do it myself, then it's a failure. But that's where delegation comes in. You've got to let some of those things go. So the question from me to you is, do you fit any of those categories? Are you a mixture? Are you a hybrid? You know, these are these are certain things that come about self-doubt, undervaluing your impact, your burnout, continuous worry on not meeting your expectations, sabotaging your own success. These are all symptoms of the imposter syndrome that you need to address. So the imposter syndrome can come about with many different things in your life, a new career, a new job, a new set of tasks, running your first 5K, half marathon, marathon. I see that in runners all the time. When you move out of your comfort zone into an unfamiliar area, when we experience growth, we often find ourselves in the imposter syndrome. The thoughts start flooding in. It's usually from your inner critic. I talk about inner coach and inner critics with all my runners because it's a thing that you've got to get past. You've got to quell your inner critic and coach your inner coach or train your inner coach to get rid of that inner critic. I put together some strategies that can help you overcome your imposter syndrome. When you start something new, a new task, a new job, a new career, it's okay to be the new person. You can ask the questions that a new person would normally ask. You need to focus on the learning aspect of being new. You don't worry about the performance at first. Don't be afraid of failure. Failure is a process, not an outcome. You also need to embrace feedback, both positive and negative feedback. Positive feedback will help build your self-confidence and help quell your saboteur, while your negative feedback helps you go back to the normal course you were on. It helps you set back on course. It shows you all the problems and little idiosyncrasies that you might need to fix to get you back on track. Remember that you're not alone. 70 to 82% of all people have experienced imposter syndrome. Don't think you're the only one that has ever experienced this. Another strategy to help with imposter syndrome is to keep an achievement log or a success journal. You need to embrace your achievements, anything you've achieved. You can list these in any type of order as you go through the day. You can journal about them at night, list anything you've achieved during the day. If you walked 10,000 steps, you ran two miles, you did strength training, you did your yoga classes, you ate much, much better for that day. Anything that you've achieved for the day, write it down and always go back and review this once a week. It's a great way to help boost your self-confidence. Don't dismiss your achievements. Don't say fluke, 
good timing, lucky. Don't use those words with your, any of your achievements because you are the person that has the skills. You did these things. You accomplished these, these things. Don't call it a fluke. Don't call it good timing. Don't call it lucky. Celebrate every small win. Even simple tasks like walking 10,000 steps, eating the right foods, and exercising. Any of those things are great things to accomplish and to celebrate. Brian Tracy, author of Eat That Frog, recommends writing down the top three things you need to accomplish for each given day. He also recommends the first task you try to accomplish is the big, ugly frog. That's the big, ugly task, whatever that might be. Try to take care of that task in the morning when your cognitive awareness is at its highest peak. That's one way to help with imposter syndrome and help you get through the day to help build that self-confidence. Separate your feelings from the facts. Just because you think something doesn't mean it's true. Your inner critic is always there trying to sabotage you at its finest moment. Another way to fight imposter syndrome is simply get up and move. Have some type of physical movement. Physical movement helps get yourself out of your own head. Writing things down helps separate the body from the mind. Uh, one of my favorite books of all times, in fact, I read this over 15 years ago, was by David Allen. I highly recommend this book. It's called Getting Things Done. He refers to this as clearing the cobwebs. Basically, you're doing a brain dump from mind to paper, getting it out of your head onto paper. And when you do this, it is life-changing. Like I literally wrote for pages and pages of things I needed to get done, just all these tasks over and over and over and over and over and over again. And when you clear that out and help get that out of your head, it helps reshuffle that imposter syndrome and like interrupt him. So interrupt him or her, whichever one that is, and just get it out of the head. Another strategy you can use is telling your mind, no, just simply tell yourself, stop, don't do that anymore. Not today, not ever, not going to happen. No, no, no. Actually telling yourself this is actually training your inner coach to overcome your inner critic and tell it it's not going to happen. Not today, not ever. Stop using labels such as I'm a loser. I'm a mere fluke. I'm unqualified. Don't use those labels. Also, one of the last strategies I would recommend is simply asking for help. There's many, many people that have been through this before. You're not the first person, like I said before, previously in the podcast. Ask a coach, ask a friend, ask a boss, ask your parents. Just talk to them. Talk to them about what's going on inside your head. Because many of them, in order to take that leap, that next leap to the next career, to the next level of their life, we all had to go through a point where we were feeling overwhelmed, not qualified enough, but we had to push through. Face the fear and do it anyway. This is Scott. Thanks for listening to Reconfig Life. Join me in the upcoming weeks as I discuss these topics further. I really appreciate you and thanks for joining me once again. Hey, thanks for dropping in and listening to this episode of Reconfig Life. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please rate and review it on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, you can always head on over to ReconfigLife.com. Remember, taking one small step each day ends up becoming an epic journey over your lifetime. Thanks for listening. 